Look, we ready. We already ready. Get your popcorn ready. It's already popping up in here. It's hot. Run it. It's hot. Run it. We got Joy Taylor in the building. In the building, uh-huh. ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. And we Thank already over here me. fighting. Mm-hmm. Thank you for yeah. coming on the show. Boy. Let's get right into it. Ooh. So all these times. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for coming on, though. Appreciate it. Yes. Thank you for having me. You know, all good. So what are you doing? Like, we, of course, we know that you're on TV every day, right? You, you're, you're one of the most beautiful faces on TV. Thank you're, you. You're talking sports, and you're always arguing with people. <laughs> Tell it. Why are you arguing with people all the time? I mean, it's are not my fault female? that I'm right and people are wrong, and they insist on you know trying to, to change that's the narrative how, that's, on that. That's, that's how not I was. my fault. That's how I was in the league. <laughs> are you are you the to of female sportscasters? I would love to be the to. <laughs> oh, we're in good company then. That's what I'm talking yes. about. Two I like TOs, I'm out. That would oh, be a man. great honor. I quit. <laughs> quit yeah, you don't want to win then. See? He's a quitter. Oh. You know what I mean? You heard it right there, everyone. He's a quitter. I'm a quitter. <laughs> so take us back. Like, how did you get into sports? Like I said, growing up in high school, right? Playing sports and and being an athlete and all that stuff. Is that where it all started for you, love of sports? Well, I grew up in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. So okay. if you have any familiarity with Pittsburgh, it's, of course, it's from kind Cleveland, of, Ohio. Okay, so, yes. so there you go. See, all that's why we're arguing. <laughs> I didn't know that. That's <laughs> now now like, you know. There we had tension already. That's what <laughs> it is. Um, so um, you know then. You just get born into this cult of yes. sports fandom. It's, it's sort of a sign to you yes. at birth. Uh, particularly the Steelers, uh, rest in peace, Franco Harris. We got that, that news today. Very I sad. Know, that's Pittsburgh. crazy. Very sad. Um, but yeah, so you grow up as a Steelers fan at the bare minimum, and obviously sports are a, a part of everyone's conversation. Mm-hmm. And it's very much like this in Cleveland as well. Like I just grew up around women who talked about sports. Like mm-hmm. my grandmother, my aunts, my mother is a big Cowboys fan. Mm-hmm. I don't know how that happened, but <laughs> you know, I just well, you know. this that was my existence that was my life my brothers we all always argue about sports everyone's always debating about sports and really? it's just that's just the environment that i i grew up in and particularly in that city it's just very common so mm-hmm. sometimes when people right. ask me like how like oh like how'd you get into talking about sports i'm like i don't how did you grow up because i just right. it's just that's so, just so at the christmas dinner about. table you guys are pretty much having some type of argument it's about- sports the weather yeah. <laughs> or like traffic like that's all you talk about right, in, right, in right, right. like what to way know. did you get to you should have you know, went down third street exactly. I told you it was traffic over there <laughs> exactly. and then the Burger King closed down three weeks ago they still that do yeah, that yeah, I'm like guys yeah. we have ways like you'll have maps right. in your phone and it's so crazy to hear us talk about the commonalities of growing up how that's like that's a thing for women to talk sports mm-hmm. growing up in the south it's really like it's, it's guys or you think about barbershop talk that's, yes mm. that's that's usually, usually how it is and then obviously being the sister of a big brother Jason Taylor who played in the National Football League. Mm-hmm. How is that? How do you, is that really the reason why you got into sport because of your brother or did you play sports? No, I played sports in high school mm-hmm. at really well before high school. I ran track and played basketball from like fifth grade all the way through high school. I ran track in college. Okay. So I was uh, recruited actually for soccer and track and I, I ended up running track for my sprints Nice. For my first okay. year of school, right. and okay. then, you run? Okay, yeah, that was a long time. That was, long, that was another lifetime ago. <laughs> but really, I have a lot of respect for college athletes because I was a college athlete and I quit. I was like, mm. I can't. This is too much. To do I both. knew I wasn't. Look, I wasn't that good. I wasn't going to the Olympics, right? And right. I knew I wasn't, you know, trying to be an athletic trainer or something that you know this would really like benefit me to continue doing this and you know I wanted a real college experience it is a huge commitment to huge, play sports huge in, in college, in college to go to to go to school mm-hmm. try to have any kind of college experience like it is right. a it's it's why NIL I feel like it's such a big deal right it's really a job yes and it's it is that a you huge, were not getting huge paid commitment for. that you're not getting <laughs> paid for education is, is great 
but that's not what they're paying you to do. Right. So how do you how do you like your brother played football? So you played obviously the sports you did in high school. So obviously to be somewhat well versed in really knowing what what the, the the dynamics of the game, this and that and the other. Like where did you learn that? If you didn't play it, you watched it. Is that is that how you learned the Yeah, rules I mean that's and- that's how most people who you know, we're not all mm-hmm. Theo. <laughs> <laughs> right. Most people watch football and, you know, consume it and learn the game. And like I said, right. you know, I grew up in a in a city much like Cleveland where everyone this is what everyone does on Sunday. Buffalo, right. you know, these cities where the team is really like the heart and soul okay. of the city. Like yeah. how they do when they do bad, everyone's right. in a bad mood. Mm-hmm. When they do good, yes. everyone's happy. Yeah. Like they really control the vibe and the energy. And it's a big part of the identity and pride of a city. Uh, you got to know what's going on. Right. Yes. To break that stigma. Of like, you, you're a girl. You don't know nothing about sports. Right. Yeah, see, I mean, that was never my experience growing up. Really? No. Yeah. You might mess around and say that to the wrong one, too. Yeah. You get socked in the <laughs> face in the really? Midwest. Yeah. What you talking about? Yeah. Because they'll be. And, you know, high school football is very big in Western Pennsylvania Absolutely. also. So okay. it's, you know, it's a, it's, it's very common. Yeah. So again, t- take us to like the, the moment where you figured out you wanted to do this professionally though. Cause that's a different jump as far as, okay, I like it in college or I might, but no, you kind of, right. not kind of, you do know what you're talking about. You know, you I had that, um, that, uh, that TV story as a little girl, be like on doing TV the, a, you know, the hairbrush news story okay in, in the front of the mirror all that yeah that's hilarious but when I really realized it was in college so I went to I finished school at Barry University Barry in University. Miami and I went there for broadcast communication so I had I started in psychology because I'd seen Gothica with Halle Berry that's hilarious. and I was like I want to work in an asylum <laughs> why oh, I don't God. know <laughs> so that's a different story that's another side right, right. Um, but no I, I landed where I should be which was you know talking about sports and being in broadcasting and I got into radio first radio was always my first love in the business because mm-hmm. I like to talk, obviously. Mm-hmm. And when I got in, in the business and I, in college, I mean, this is a long time ago, mm-hmm. you know, this is like 2006, 2007. There wasn't podcasts. Right. You know, YouTube right. was still very social new. Media, social no, media right. was, is no, not no, what it not, was. No it is, yeah, yeah. Like if you wanted to talk and be a personality, you had to be on TV, yeah. Yeah, like right. Skip and Shannon or, you know, at that yep. time, obviously yep. Stephen A. Steve, mm-hmm. um, and have one of those shows, which is right. obviously only a huge aspiration to reach. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Or you have to do radio. Yep. And there were a lot of opportunities in radio and, and still are. And that's where I really got into the business. I started at the student station there at Barry and started interning at local stations in Miami and just learning that side of the business of being a personality. So I always mm-hmm. knew I wanted to be a personality. I okay. knew I didn't want to be a reporter. I didn't want to go into locker rooms. I didn't want to right. stay on the sideline and freeze. And I always <laughs> felt like I, I have opinions. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, I don't want to go find the story. I want to react to the story. Mm-hmm. And I also saw that that's where the business was trending okay. because mm-hmm. of social media and because the internet was exploding the way that it was at the time. We were kind of getting away from the Sports Center era. Like we could now get the highlights on our phone. There you go. So right. we don't have to be sitting in front of the TV, TV to see right. what's to happening. Wait, right. Everything's so accessible. now, right? So now people know the story. They want to know what people think about the story. Yes. And now, obviously, as you see, there's there's podcasts, there's more radio shows, there's digital mm-hmm. shows, there's so many opinion shows, and that's kind of so where many, most right. of the business is now. Yeah. Not just for for sports, but. Also for politics, which kind of ironically are the last two things that we really watch live. Hmm, So everything else we stream, we watch on demand, we watch on our phones, Mm -hmm. you know, we we record it or it's streaming. Mm -hmm. Sports, you got to watch live. And if there's a big 
you know, news story whatever. or a big debate you, or, you know, a, a political race. Mm-hmm. That's what you follow live. So that's those are the things that we get day to day opinion on. Right. So that's that's where the business has trended. And I really got deeply involved in, in developing those those skills and that part of it by right. starting in radio. Right. Do you think are you going to get into the politics side of it as well after sports? Or, you, do you know, just like- I have a very great track record on uh, reporting political race, so like like on like predicting political races or really? things that have to do with politics. Uh-oh. I probably should be better at Uh-oh. that, but I don't share them because I'm like, listen. That's a whole other yeah, thing. Whole you other get space. on and You think people now. hate me now? <laughs> right. Child, oh, they'll, boy. Be, they'll be mad. But no, I, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick to sports. Sports, okay. Right, right, yeah. right. We don't want you to go gray before you need to. <laughs> I'm, I'm good. I'll be, eventually it's going to happen. I'm going to lean in for right. sure. But really? Okay. Few, so, a few uh, more years. Watch out, everybody. <laughs> you heard it here first. So how difficult do you think it was? Because, um, again, that 2006, 2007 is before all the females were like, you know, yes, come do sports, right? right? You guys were still like, oh, no, you guys don't know what you're talking about. Oh, now you're cute. You definitely don't know what you're talking about. So, like, take us through that process of kind of, you know, maybe some hurdles you might have had there. I mean, I think with anything where it's a male dominated space or a place where it's, it's harder for a, a minority group to break into, mm-hmm. you have to be excellent. Mm-hmm. So yes, I'm saying I'm excellent, but there's just, she there's, said she's excellent. There, there, there's no <laughs> other option. You see, I didn't even flinch. I was like, okay, girl. Okay. <laughs> you, you have to be better. You have to be Absolutely. early. You have to do more. You yes. have to work harder. You right. have to be more prepared. It's, that's just the nature of trying to break into a business where People don't see you as equal or let you don't belong. Right. right. So, you know, you're going to deal with that. I, I still deal with that. Of course. You know, and, and that's probably going to be the case for a long time, unfortunately. But that's that's what it is. So even now when when people ask for advice, I'm like, you just have to be better. Mm. And and it actually works in your favor because when you do get the opportunity, you're prepared for it because you've yeah. been preparing for it your entire career. Right. So, you know, there's people that didn't think I could do things or, you know, didn't didn't want to give me opportunities. And, and when I really look back throughout my career, those moments actually ended up steering me in a completely different direction. You You needed those hurdles to get, yeah. Right. So something that may look like a closed door is actually a great opportunity in another, in another direction. So I don't, I don't really have any bitterness about it. And it's just part of it. It's part of it. Part of the process. See where I am now. So when you give that advice to be better, what is better consist of? I think you, you can't leave room for doubt. So mm-hmm. where if, if a man says, uh, you know, wrong statistics, statistic or yeah. says, you know, AFC when he really meant NFC or says a coach's name who isn't coaching there anymore. Like, right. you know, right. you might get a little pushback like or drag. It, you know, it happens. Listen, we do live television. You know, you right. mess up in a regular conversation that nobody's listening to. Right. So but when it's live, it's magnified. Right. Do you, do you mess up? Every day. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's. So that person sitting there watching you is like, see, that's why she shouldn't. Right. Right. Whereas a man, they you know, they're not going to go as hard. It's not going to become a whole thing. Of and you have just a bigger margin of error. You have to be perfect, essentially. Right. And and that's that's how you have to prepare. And that's how the people around you have to prepare. Like there has to be a, a level of urgency with everyone around you. Like the producers have to understand we can't mess up because if we mess up, up and give you the wrong statistic or you get you the, you know, you're relying on people. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And mm-hmm. the only person who's going to get blamed is the person who says it. Right. And sometimes it is just, you mess up. Right. I mean, you do, you're doing a live show. You might just say the wrong name right. or right. whatever. Right. It happens. It's okay. But you just, yeah, it, you get held to a different standard. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I do it all the time. I think he's Mr. Potato Head. You know what I mean? Sometimes. <laughs> don't like Somebody, you know, sometimes no, people no. get carried away and think he's Will Smith. You know what no, I mean? It's like that's that's in line. That's a no. Opinion. I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean. Yeah. So okay, again, you're very opinionated. You like to be right. You think that you're right. Of course, when I watch you on TV, I'm like, okay, she knows ball, but she's not right. <laughs> Right now, there's a difference between wow. right. There's a difference wow. between uh, I'm supporting I'm sorry what we're you're saying. I'm sorry we're subjecting you're wrong, you to this. <laughs> right. So I'm going to take it to your family though. Right. Do you ever have discussions, not arguments, discussions with your brother about something, and you guys are into an argument because he's probably right because he played in the league, or do you not argue or discuss something that detailed? No, you know, Jason and I are very. We have very similar personalities, but where he and I differ is I am very relentless because I don't I don't have a temper. I might seem like I have a temper, but I'm not really ever just back in your statement. I don't think everybody perceived Jason as the one that would be like. The like aggressive, Aggressive, right? Yeah, he doesn't. So he so he'll he's would be the one who's like, whatever, you're right. Like, right. That's what I, yeah. Whatever yeah, you say. Yeah. Like and then you walk away fight. like, yeah, I won. He's, no, I know when he's just he's just submitting because he don't <laughs> right. want to argue with me anymore. Right. But no, we, we'll have great conversations. Yes. We don't really debate stuff too often. I, I love to pick his brain on things because right. he, especially as a defender, he has, and he was, you know, an old school guy. So right. he has a different perspective on it. And now he's coaching. Right. So he's right. he's having to coach in a new modern Different football, era, the kids where the rules are different. different. You have yeah. to tackle different. You know, there's the quarterbacks are protected. So I, I, I like having conversations with him about it and get his opinion on players because you know, obviously, he's going to see things a little differently. I, 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 what do you think about this, this, this rule with the quarterbacks? How the defenders, obviously, Jason played that, that, that position where you can't land your body weight can't can land, land on, on the quarterback. I, who. Mm-hmm. What I don't understand that, and it's a and it's a it's a flag. I understand it because I understand the body position does cause more of an injury than but if you get to the side. But, but it's very hard to do, and you're going to hurt yourself trying to fall different. So why do doesn't that apply to every tackle? Because why does a quarterback body is more valuable than mine? If I'm a player, I'm mad because players get like if you you've gotten tackled and guys are just uh, yeah, you and, like, and you go. <laughs> For example, I saw the same tackle, Jalen Hurts. That's how he got hurt. Yes. Nobody is. I've watched it. I just happened to just see the replay, and I'm like, "Yo, that's the same t- type of tackle that they if just." If that gave was a dude. Tom Brady, he might got a. Fight. But he got a. Again, it's the same type of tackle. His weight went onto him. That's how he got a sprained shoulder, whatever the case may be. But then the other guy, uh, just in another game, got a flag, and it nearly cost him the game. So I hate it. <laughs> But mostly because we have the privilege of watching the replays in slow motion. Mm -hmm. So it looks like this defender is purposely trying to throw their body weight (laughs) Mm -hmm. on the quarterback. Mm -hmm. But in real speed, you guys know this. This is a 300 plus pound freight truck. Man right, of right. solid iron running downhill with all his might trying yes. to tackle someone. Right. There are no breaks. Right. <laughs> like, there's, no there's, no there's no freeze. Yeah. No freeze there's no freeze. There's no pause. Me... There's no slow motion. This <laughs> right. is happening. Yeah. So, no, so how I don't 
I don't, I don't yeah, understand from like a physics perspective right. how you are supposed to stop that. your body from doing that. True. So that's my issue with the the penalty, which which should, you know I think it should be reviewable. And mm-hmm. I, I I really don't like it at all. Right. Um, I, I'm, I'm I think it's totally I, I very much understand protecting the quarterback. I, I think I low that. hits on the quarterback. Right. You know th- that's sh- the problem is right. the quarterback position is has so become important. so important so and so vital. Whether we like it or not, it's the most important position on the field, mm-hmm. and nobody likes to watch bad quarterback play. And it's it's not good it's for bad business. Offensive play. It's also not good for business, no. which at the end of the day, it's an entertainment business, an entertainment product. You yeah. got to have the best players out I there. I mean, as a, just uh, just out taking myself out of the game and watching, I don't want to see bad receiver play. I don't want to see bad. But that's back also play. that's but, also affected by the quarterback not yes, being a good quarterback. So I understand protecting the quarterbacks, but that particular rule I think is taking it too far. It's yeah. not realistic. I mean, you're these, right. These, it's are, not these are huge men right. who are uh, like unhinged, trying to yeah. tackle someone right. and make yeah. a play. You're eliminating the power of the defense, yeah. which if you're going to make that position that valuable and important, then getting to that position is yeah. equally as important. Have you and Jason discussed this particular? Yeah, I won't speak for him, but it's, <laughs> it's not his favorite. <laughs> right, yeah. It, I, I mean, I'm not even a defensive player, and right. it's not I even my favorite. It's very hard. And I think it's hard to watch. It's like this is going to come, right, this is gonna come down to really deciding a big game. Yes. And it's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna throw. I, I honestly think the refs do not throw those flags in bigger games and bigger situations. I hope not. I, I think, but, I, but then what's the point of the? What's it, the point so of the? Why? What's the point of officiating? If they're, they're going to say sixteen, no, seventeen weeks, they're going to throw that flag probably the first fifteen weeks, let's say. But after that, they're not going to, they're not going to keep throwing that flag. It's like in the NBA season when you get all of those calls early in the season. Yeah. Of the rule changes. Oh, we're serious about it this year, and then it gets to playoff time. It has trickled down through the levels of football, though. Obviously, yes. like they're teaching guys how to tackle differently yes. at the college level and For high sure, school yeah. and, and, sure. and so yeah. forth. So I think over time. The way people play defense will change. We've yes, already, which already we've has. already seen that already over the has. past ten years. The trends of it. So, you know, I, I I like defense. I think it should matter. I mean, you see teams this year that have great defenses. Yeah. I mean, San Francisco is an incredible Who's example of that. Who's your team? Who's your favorite team? Or you so I grew up a Steelers fan, obviously. So okay. I always I always root for the Steelers. But right. Miami is has been my team for right. for a long time. Obviously. Okay, so. So you're just you're the the um, the producer sends down the topic of the day, right? right? And it's something on the Steelers or Miami. Is there any emotional connect at that point, or is it just like job for you? Oh, point? sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I think as a an opinionist, now we are uh, allowed to show biases. Okay, and it's, it's, that was you couldn't do that 15 years. No, ago. because it was more of a journalist position. Okay. Like I don't, I'm not a journalist. Right. I think that the journalists are like teachers or lawyers or, you know, I think you should be held to a particular standard okay. if you're the person who's delivering news. Okay. Like you're, you're giving very valuable information. Right. Yes. It should be unbiased as right. much as humanly possible. Right. It should come from a factual place. Yes. Right. You're yes. not the story. Right. Okay. So you should be a journalist. No, I shouldn't. You should. My opinion no, matters. No, you should be a journalist. <laughs> My opinion matters. No, you should be your a journalist. Your opinion is trash. Because your, your, your opinions are so skewed. It, it, <laughs> no, 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 no. It's said to create controversy and debate. Woosah, woosah, No, I'm, I like speaking facts. He likes speaking opinion. 
and the facts that I speak of, they're coming from something real Mm -hmm. and something you can physically see or physically touch or smell. Mm Mm-hmm. He just wants to spew out stuff and say, yeah, because. Like, which, nigga, which brings just because you loud don't make, make you right. Which brings us back to the point we were discussing earlier about Let's Patrick not get in Mahomes that and Justin Herbert. Okay. You just said from an optic standpoint, what you physically see. Mm-hmm. I, see, he already thinks that I said that Justin Herbert was better. I never said that. Okay, for context. But you, when, I, context. when I came that is, that is in, the context. That's why she's here. when I came in, everyone's mad at me, which is very common. Except for me. Very no, common. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Tio. I'm not. Uh, a lot of people are mad at me, which is very common. Okay. Um, because we've been talking about Justin Herbert a lot on our show, Speak. Okay. And recently there was an article in the LA Times that said that Justin Herbert is potentially the best young quarterback we've ever seen in NFL history. Okay. Which they which, said about Patrick Mahomes, too. Correct. Which right. I, I feel like that's very high, very outlandish praise. For now, at this point but, of the But this NFL. is what we—all we have is for now. We don't know what will be. Okay, yes. All we know is what is. You were yes. saying you like facts and what—like, yes. okay, so yes. let's let's not let's not say what ifs, okay. what will be. Let's talk about what, what is. is. What is. What is. What has is. been and what is. What is at this point, which is what we are talking about— Let me get ready to —is spew. Justin Herbert is a great young quarterback. Yes, he is. And he I is very agree. talented. Yes. Yeah. I loved him coming out. I, I wasn't sure what he was going to be. Watched the Rose Bowl. Completely changed my opinion. Mm-hmm. And I think he's great. Yep. Right now, he's not the greatest young quarterback we've ever seen. At this point through his NFL career. I would career. agree with that statement you just made. It's nothing to agree or disagree with. We have evidence that... that he's one uh, of the greatest. But that's not... That, that's, that's not that's what we're talking, talking about, though. About. We're talking well, about I, just, the I still want to agree with what she right, said. We're talking about the greatest. You're, right. I you're almost I'm trying to lead her to something that... That's what I'm saying. Like, so let's talk about what is, right, what will exactly. be. You think you slick. What bro? has happened? <laughs> what has happened? But what he's doing is why people get mad because they're not really listening to, to right. the words. No, like, and words are important. Okay. That's why the article said potentially and not is. Right. Right. But right now, Patrick Mahomes is that guy. And it didn't happen so long ago that it was a different era. So let me ask you this, though, because you you used his statement and you used the word potentially, which is that's his statement. Mm -hmm. And you say it's Patrick Mahomes, but you don't use the word potentially. Right. Because it already happened. Right. So to me, that's a big it's a big difference of statements is all I'm saying. Okay. So but when does the potentially end? Does it end when he's no longer a young quarterback? Right. Like where 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 does that word take you? Because where what I'm looking at is the body of work that we have right, now. Right, the threshold mm-hmm. of where Justin Herbert is at this point versus where Patrick Mahomes was at the same time. Right. People are arguing the statistics, which mm-hmm. I think are fun, mm-hmm. but I'm also concerned about accomplishments. And when you have high level statistics, which obviously Patrick Mahomes did, mm-hmm. and accomplishments, I can't disregard your accomplishments because we're excited about what's new. Yes. And it sounds like hate when. It's really just what happened. Right. And we do this a lot in media. We, we get excited about new things, which, mm-hmm. is, which is great. Mm-hmm. But where I think the conversations go toxic, which is what I was saying, is we just want to just put the new person in. That's what I, I have and, a problem with that as well. And wh- like, can we just say we're enjoying watching his greatness right. while but also acknowledging he's not control- as great as someone that is still in the league and is his peer right now aren't and you, in his division? Aren't you in control of that, though? I am. I said all this, and they're still mad at me. <laughs> right. Okay, because again, I'm not disagreeing with that. But the, 
I was starting the conversation or the statement because to me, there's still 10 million people that think Burrow is the youngest, best quarterback in the NFL. Then there's another 10 million that say Herbert. There's another 10 million that say, that's all irrelevant. There's 10 to, million people that say Burrow is better than Patrick Mahomes. Absolutely. No way. What planet do you live on? You got go to Cincinnati. You got that that's other right. It ain't even 10 million okay. people living okay. in Cincinnati. Okay. So, again. Right. Okay, okay. And so that, there, that are, there are people in Cincinnati that will say that because Burrow always beats that's Patrick not, Mahomes. That's, that's pure They're bias. To, but, but that's what I'm right. saying. That's my but, point. But, but, you just I'm made my saying, point. What I'm saying is just history. I have not even inserted my opinion yet. Me Everything either. I That's said was just neither. all stuff that happened. Yeah. And if you Google works where you live, you can look it up for yourself. I didn't say my opinion. Me, my opinion is, yes. based off of all the facts I just said, mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes is a better quarterback than Justin Herbert right now. Mm-hmm. And he has a more accomplished career, which is not debatable, mm-hmm. right now. Now, what will Justin Herbert eventually do? I don't know. We're going to find out together. That remains but as of right seen. now, yeah. it is not up for debate. Yes. And because, you know, I don't know, maybe it's my delivery or something. I should smile more. I don't know. <laughs> but it is upsetting to people. So, yeah. so that's I mean, that, I guess that's where I'm getting at. Like, why be upset people out there? Because it's, to me, it's an opinion. It's not a fact. Because if you're talking about anytime you want to say top five or best player, those, those things shouldn't even be discussed if, in my opinion, in sports, because it's just it's just barbershop. But talk. that's what we do. That's I what know, we do in sports. We argue about sports. Nerves, like that's how though. that is our love language is arguing. That's what we do. But we hate it. You, we hate it. Yes, but being but mad we, is a lifestyle. Like that's that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I mean, it can, is. It's like we can, we we go through this again. We were talking about it on the show again. It's the, this one receiver has six catches. And he has 80 yards and two touchdowns. And on Sunday, well, this could be the next T.O. and this could be the next Moss. And we're like, the dude's in his third year. What are we even talking about? I don't really love comps. I got to be honest with you. But all of those situations and conversations, like why are we having these conversations so early? Right, especially people in in your position, why do they say that? Like it— it, it makes it hard to watch and even listen to people when I'm like, yo, bro, what are you talking about? I don't love comps. I, I don't think there are actually that many comps. Like when we look back at, at guys that we've compared them to mm-hmm. each other, very rarely are we like, well, let me like, ha- like when have you there's one Barry Sanders. Okay, we, like have how, we ever seen someone like, oh, like he kind of runs like Barry Sanders. Have you all said Patrick Mahomes is the next Tom Brady? I've never said that. How many because times have you I, I don't think. Anyone should be compared to Tom Brady. That's all I'm we saying. We had a conversation. That's all I'm saying. I think last week, it might have been, what day is today? I don't know. I can't keep track. Very recently mm-hmm. about Joe Burrow being the, the next, next Tom, Tom Brady, Brady. Right. or being like Tom Brady. Right. right. And I am adamant about no one should be compared to Tom Brady. Already. You can have elements of your game that are Tom Brady-esque. Right. Which but is I fine. Don't, I don't even like that because what, what makes Tom Brady Tom Brady? Oh, yeah. Seven championships, more than any right. organization right. in the history of sports. He's played for what is this? His twenty-second year. Yeah, yeah, thanks. So. He's he 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 had a dynasty for two decades and yeah. left and immediately won another championship with another organization. Yes, he's the greatest, in my opinion, because obviously this is where it gets into oh, opinion. Shoot. She said, a, great, she said opinion, y'all. He's the greatest quarterback of all time. <laughs> no, he's the most accomplished. He, okay, go see, see what I'm talking about. Yeah, he's the, he's, he's the most he's accomplished. Spewing. I'm joking. He's the he's most spewing. accomplished quarterback of all time. 
That's not opinion. That's just a fact. He is the most accomplished. That's a okay. fact. And, and prior yes. to Brady, you're saying? Yes. Brady's okay. Yeah, I would, would agree. I would by using the word accomplished. I yes. agree with yes. that. But if you get into Worst. who's the best quarterback, you say Joe Montana. Yeah, who most people agree with for a very long time. Absolutely. You can say a lot of people. Marino, a lot of people think that right, Marino. Right, right. A lot of people think that Aaron Rodgers is more talented. Absolutely. Go on and on. Right. He's the most mm. accomplished, and right. he's the mm. greatest winner we've ever seen in the history of the NFL. Absolutely. So to me, that being the essence of who he is. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't feel like it's necessary to compare anybody to him because until you can be on that level of accomplishment, we don't we're, know that you're like Brady. We're not even having the conversation. Right. Yes. So being a leader of men, that and that's really what the Burrow conversation was about. Like he's a winner. He was a winner at LSU. True. He came to Cincinnati, right, an organization right, right. that had been took habitually terrible, first, took it to the, the Super Bowl, right, right. which I think is an, an incredible accomplishment. Right. Absolutely. With a terrible offensive line, right. coming that, off of a major injury. Mm-hmm. I can go on and on. I love Burrow. And if he had an offensive line, they would have won. Can I, yes. can I can I stay right there on your offensive line comment? Sure. Because there's such a huge... You guys are making me want popcorn. Though. Yeah. Oh, get it get in your my popcorn. That's get your why popcorn called, get your popcorn ready. Get your popcorn ready with Joy Taylor right here. That's how we do it. Da-da-da-da. Bye. Okay. So, um, you say bad offensive line. To you, because you've never played the position. I have not, no. What's your definition and what do you see as a bad offensive line? I mean, listen. Playing offensive line, I think, is very... Very hard. It's a very hard position Anywhere on the offensive line. Anywhere in the trenches at all, of for course, real. Of course, absolutely. But offensive line is very difficult. It's very choreographed, more mm-hmm. than people understand. Mm-hmm. You have to be an incredible athlete. Mm-hmm. You can't just be a big boy. No. You have to have great feet, great hands, great awareness. You have to know the plays. So it's not an easy job, and it's probably the most underappreciated job. Absolutely. And you're, if you're great, no one says your name. Right. And they only pay attention to you when you give up a sack or you right. don't block the run or, and, and all of that. Or you have longevity. Correct. Um, you have longevity. Yep. You get credit. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, Joe Burrow was running for his life. Okay. Most sacked okay, quarterback since, again, I don't know how, yeah. From media, this is because as, as players, you guys see offensive line. Right. We see coaching. We say, why are you guys having this type of protection versus this defensive? Sure, play? and that's that's, that's fair. That's what we would say. That's fair. You see what I'm One saying? of the most underrated parts of the dynasty in New England was Dante Scarnecchia. Yes, absolutely. Having an amazing offensive line is huge. Is there's, there's only five to, in the world. To me, when you get a young quarterback, the first thing you should do is an offensive line. Everyone always thinks you need to get them weapons. To a me, the first thing you need to do is get them an offensive line. Protection. I, that should I, be like get the quarterback. All of your next picks should be offensive linemen. Right. Yeah. yeah. I agree. And a, and a running back. And then work on building everything else. So because you start you in the can, trenches to me. Right, because you can have some average receiver skill positions have a couple that can get elevated by a great right. quarterback exactly. and the timing. Yes. Absolutely. You have a couple little hatchets running out there. You don't need a T.O. I don't know about that. You don't I mean, need a T.O. You won't never make it anywhere, <laughs> but you can have a couple of hatchets out there. You don't be a hater. They might not go don't for it. You know what I was thinking about before I came in? Um, I saw this quote the other day, and it's been – it's been sticking with me, and I think it's it's a big part of my personality. And I thought of you actually, when, and it's funny that you said that I would be the TO of mm-hmm. female sportscasters, which I would consider to be a, a huge honor. Mm-hmm. Um, is ha- have have the courage to be disliked? Absolutely. And yeah. I think you had a lot of that in your career. And you would do amazing. <laughs> if it was 2022? <laughs> right, yes. Oh, I agree. I would love covering you. I, I wouldn't. At this level. I was just telling you, if I was born 20 years later. You were very much ahead of your time, you were. Oh, my gosh. 
it would be. We wouldn't even be here, to be honest. We wouldn't be having this conversation. <laughs> You're right. I would, I, I, would, I would hate you. <laughs> we wouldn't even probably I would be abso- here. I would absolutely We're, hate you. Hey, but I'm here. You're here. And, hey. But I think it's important to have... Mm-hmm. Uh, to know who you are to have means you know who you are not. I don't yes. believe... I don't, I, when I say this, people get really upset. But I, I do believe it. I, I don't believe in humble. Not you get a, humble before as God. As an athlete? No, as a person. As a person like, at all. Humble before God. Okay. For other people, okay. I'm not humbling myself. Every okay. time I've been humble for another person, it's backfired on me. Mm. They've taken advantage of me okay. because mm. they're trying to make me. They're trying to convince me, mm. and they have successfully done that. Mm-hmm. That I should feel less about what I am. That I should hide something Man, that's, that's great about crazy. me. That, is that I should really apologize profound, right? for something that really makes me great because they don't feel comfortable around and that's me. That's on them. And honestly, that's when I played, especially in San Francisco, I felt like that's what my coaches were were trying to do to me. Steve Mariuch, I cannot stand him to the day. I promise you. Yeah, I honestly felt like that they tried to suppress really me from being really being who I was. Of and course. I, and and I honestly I just You gotta be a puppet in the league. I just had to just okay. block it out. And even trust me, I didn't like him for like the the time like once I went to the star after that and how he suspended me, the league didn't suspend me, all that stuff. Suspended you after the star? Yeah. It every our relationship and what I thought about him went downhill. No, it's it's went why downhill. I say that. I think you should be. I think you should have self awareness, mm-hmm. right? I think you should be able to read the room, know when you know. Okay, like I need to, I need to let this out. person shine, right. or I need to chill, or or whatever. Self awareness to me is very different than humility. Okay. So when I hear people talk about, you know, they, this person needs to be humble, like they need to be humble, like for you, for him, for they who? Don't have the confidence. That, yeah. Why? If they were humble, they would never be where they are. Do you know the insanity that you have to possess to believe that you can accomplish something like right. be great in the NFL yeah. or be a right. woman that gets paid to t- give her opinion about sports? And right. when somebody tells like, or because I've heard that too, it's almost like you're ar- It's like telling somebody you're arrogant. You're arrogant. Yeah. And that's how but I. I am it. arrogant. But you have you again. You I have, am arrogant. You have to say I'm confident, and some people right, say, "Well, that, confidence I mean, is arrogance." Okay. Right, so I am arrogant because people have told me. My whole life that I w- that I'm not going to be shit. Right. Sorry, oops, I don't know. Yeah, you can curse. Yeah, man, you don't get <laughs> your popcorn ready. <laughs> People have told me my whole life that they've told you your whole life that. Well, they didn't tell me that my whole life. Well, okay. I, I, I didn't know I was going to play. Yeah, I, I, we, we don't have this conversation. I so told you job. enough. You ain't. You I, I heard enough. You, you certainly had people doubt you, and you certainly had people try to make you feel. You small. need the doubters, though. For sure, for sure. That, I, when I, I got in the league, the doubters. When I got in the league, that was really when I had a coach honestly make me feel like. I wasn't wasn't as valuable as I was. That's when I that's that's how I felt. He made me feel, and honestly, I played literally. Steve Young even said it. I played a, I played with a chip on my shoulder. You have to. And then sometimes it didn't even have nothing to do with the team. It was it was about the people inside my in my building that were coaching me. And literally, that's that's how I play. I played. Hmm. I played angry. Yeah. And I think that that's you? I think that's important right, sometimes to to tap into that. But I don't I think especially with big personalities, it comes most people I said people are uncomfortable with swag. It makes people uncomfortable. Right. Especially if it's something that they don't understand. Lesser people are uncomfortable with. I don't know if it's lesser. I would say you know, I, I don't I don't I don't want to put people in different categories like oh like and swag is different. Like swag doesn't mean that you're you you are a big personality. You can be you know you can have your own swag. Everyone right. has their own Absolutely. whatever energy they and their own personality. About right. You know what I mean? It doesn't have to fit into one particular category. 
But when you have that kind of confidence, you recognize that in other people mm -hmm. and you don't feel the need to drag them down so that right. you feel comfortable. Like you can move in different spaces. Mm -hmm. And I think um, I think having a certain sense about about you that is almost a little arrogant is what keeps you from submitting to failure. And I think that the greats all have that in their own way. They might not exhibit it in the same way, but do you think that Tom Brady is an unhinged arrogant that he had to He's believe very, that he, he could be the be. greatest, yeah. most accomplished player in NFL history as a six-round pick? Mm -hmm. It's just right. what side do they see of that? Jordan was the and same way. Right. And I said, if, if Jordan yeah, yes. was around in 2022, people would hate, hate him. Michael Jordan. They would hate him. Every, you think so? Because yes. the cameras are around. You know how many things Jordan got away with because he was— I could see that part, yeah. The security and— Yeah. Oh, but they would hate him today. Right. And it's so crazy. I'm a Michael Jordan fan. I mean, brand Jordan— I mean, I've been around him. Like, yeah, like, even some of the stuff that I saw, I was like, wow, he did that? Yeah. He said that? Yeah. But I didn't hate him because that's what made him him. Right. You because game recognized game. You right. Can, but yeah, that's what made Like, yeah, you may not have liked it, but it's a lot of people do a lot of things that or say that they don't like, but that's what makes them them. I do think that we, we consume sports differently than than we do now. Like, I, I have a theory that we won't have we won't have stars like Michael Jackson or Michael Jordan or Madonna no. or no. Elvis Presley, Marilyn Monroe. We won't have stars like that ever again. We won't because there was a lack of access that we had at this Bam. that point in in media yep. that just doesn't exist now. If you saw Michael Jordan on TV, you had to be sitting in front of a TV. Yep. At or the exact side. time, right? At the exact side. time, mm -hmm. right? That he was playing or mm -hmm. be be there present, mm -hmm. you weren't going to see him again. There were, mm -hmm. You were never, you couldn't go on your phone and go see what he was doing mm -hmm. for Taco Tuesday. Like you just didn't have the access. Yeah, to it was an aura. I mean, so it was more of an aura. About, like what Dion has done at JSU, everybody has seen the with the access. Yes. that he's getting his son obviously yeah. documenting everything. Right. To where now you're seeing like really the impact and who Dion. There really was is. a big hero worship element. Because yes. of the lack of access that existed right. for stars in that era. Yes. So now that's why LeBron is scrutinized the way that he is. He, he's not really that polarizing of a guy, but we just have so much access mm -hmm. that it's everything he says. Yes, and that al it does. almost convinces people like they're not that far away from LeBron James. Right. I can say like, anything I'm, I want I'm, like, to I'm this guy. Because like, it's, it's LeBron James. Like there's, yeah. there's a gap between him and everybody else. There's right. a gap between him and you. For sure. And just like there's a gap between me and you. I knew you were going to say that. I just knew it. As soon as I finished that statement, I was like, I should have said that. I mean, T.O. had a, had a pretty decent career. You know I, I don't know if that's like. Yeah, all right. There's a gap between. You know I mean? No, it's, it's a. <laughs> yeah, it's the same it. confidence I have. I mean, I think I was better than T. But who else in the world would ever say that? Right, I think it's great you believe that. Right, yeah. it's like it's you your own. That. Well, right. it's you don't back say, to our opinions and facts. Right, it, we girl, you <laughs> took it right out of my mouth. There's opinions and there's facts. I'm out. <laughs> yeah, there's I'm opinions out. I'm so and out. there's facts. <laughs> <laughs> I hate them. I hate them both of these people <laughs> right sorry. now. No, um, again, the media. Again, we're just so we're not mad at the media, right? We don't feel no negative type of way about the media. We just want to understand the media. And there's just so many things that come out 
weekly, daily, that we're like, why did they choose that topic? Like, are you ever getting the topics that you want to talk about? Or is this always coming down from producers, network, all that? Or do you actually get some input on something? Right, because there are sometimes people like, why are they bored? That they, right, why are they doing that? Why like, are they... Is there not nothing, right, nothing going on in about. the world well, <laughs> that they have to talk about this versus that? Right. I mean, the the consumer directs more of that than you think. Like, why would you, why? What, like, what people always mean? complain about the Cowboys. Well, the Cowboys are the number one brand in sports in the world. Right. Not in the United States, in the world. Right. The biggest brand in sports in the world. Right. So, whether you like or hate the Cowboys, those are the highest rated games, the highest rated television shows mm-hmm. every single year. Right. Cowboys. Cowboys games. Regular season Cowboys games are yeah, like the is, highest rated games. Is, so, so we're not like talking about Cowboys because we like the Cowboys. I don't care about the Cowboys. Right. Sorry, Mom. But, <laughs> so you know, you, I'm, like, I'm not a Cowboys fan. Do you it's think just, if you didn't talk about talk. the Cowboys Monday through Saturday, it, the ratings would be different on Sunday? Yes. Really? We, we have to talk about the things that are the most popular. So hmm. if everyone's talking about LeBron, which most people are, mm-hmm. we're going to talk about LeBron. Most people are talking about Kevin Durant, which most people are. We're going to talk about Kevin Durant. It's not like a media conspiracy. Like, I don't get a list from the man, like, talk about these things today. Right, like, right, that's, right. that's not how it works. Okay. The consumer, through ratings, through Drive. interactions, through clicks, through views, consume things that are bigger brands and bigger stories at a higher level. So it's not a, like, media, I don't have an agenda. Right. Right. You know, it was up to me. We do seven topics on the Dolphins and then they'll talk about what we're going to do with Kenny Pickett. Right. You know, but I have to talk about what the consumer wants to talk about. And there'll be times when I'm like, uh, I think we should do this over this. You know, I think more people will be interested in this or mm-hmm. let's see how this plays. You know, it's definitely a collaboration, but mm-hmm. there's not like some edict from someone upstairs. Right. It's like we must talk Cowboys or yeah. else. I'll be wondering. I'm like, <laughs> like, why are they talking about this? Right. It's like, it's well, we also news. do national shows. So local shows obviously have a because I've done local shows. Mm-hmm. I did a local sports talk morning drive show for four hour show in Miami for years before I came to Fox Mm -hmm. and local shows are obviously produced completely differently and you would talk about local things that local Miami fans want to talk about of course like they they care about what's going on with the Florida Panthers they care about what's going on with the Marlins they care about what's going on with the Heat care about what's going on with the Dolphins where there might be one big huge national story that you might put in the show Mm -hmm. for the most part you're talking about that Mm-hmm. But someone who lives in Milwaukee is not listening to our show. No. For what? They don't care about this. Right, right, right. But if someone from Milwaukee and someone from Miami are both watching the same national show, what is something that they're both going to be Tied interested into. in? So you have to produce national shows for a broader audience. Right. So like, it's like when you tune into a, a radio station to listen to music. Mm-hmm. And you got you get you've been driving around all day. You're like, man, every time I get in the car, the, the same, same song is on. stinking song. Because it is because people have called in to request this song, and the more that people call in to request the song, the more well, it gets put into rotation because it. it's a popular song. Mm-hmm. So you are hearing it because they're playing it for someone Their who's listening audience. for 20 minutes, not somebody who's like you who's been in the out of the car all day. Mm-hmm. So you are hearing the same song. It's not like you're not imagining it. Right. So it's that, called playing the hits. So right. your would you would your response be the same as just say people that listen to the media talk about Kyrie Irving and the anti-anti-semitic situations versus the Jerry Jones 
situation? Yeah, I think response? I think that is I think that is where being critical of the media is very, very fair. I think that's fair. And when that situation happens, that was my response. That was my initial feeling when that article came out. I read right. the whole article and my first thought was this is not going to get covered the way that Kyrie's situation got covered. Mm-hmm. And, and why not. do you think that is? Because I, I mean, I'm, I'm honestly, I'm, I'm happy LeBron did what he did and said what he said. Because yeah. again, he's, he's saying what a lot of people probably have thought. Not a lot of players had the guts to actually say it. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just like, okay, well, why is this getting covered, getting the coverage and this isn't? Mm-hmm. Well, we know the, the, Obvious, because Jerry Jones runs the media. No, Jerry don't. Jerry don't. Jerry doesn't run me. I don't, I don't no, get paid by Jerry media. Jones. I mean, he, if he's running the producer, certainly local media. Jerry has a lot of power over and Dallas. National ESPN. That's who's. NFL that's Network. essentially who's paying. That's who's paying those. I mean, he's not physically paying, right. them, but the, yeah, team yes. the team that yeah. like they right. get paid to cover that team, and powerful people have power. Mm-hmm. That's what. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. That's the dynamic of everything in life. Kyrie is a player. And a black man, and Jerry Jones is an owner, mm-hmm. and a white man. Yep. And most of the owners are white. Most of the people and in he power. has a lot of power. Right. And owners who have billions of dollars, billionaires have more power than yeah. millionaires. So mm-hmm. where I think it's the media's responsibility, and this is what I said in reaction to that, and I was glad that LeBron did that, and LeBron has the power mm-hmm. as a player mm-hmm. to introduce that conversation yeah. and bring it to the forefront. Mm-hmm. Because we know... Anyone who's ever had a boss, like the Cowboys player's boss, is Jerry Jones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know you can't always say what you want to say. About the boss. Can't no. do it. And that's not like, that doesn't make them sellouts or weak. No. Like, this is how it works. This is how the whole world works. Like, and it's not media. Every job it's not in the world. It's not the NFL. Right. Like, right. it's very easy for people to point fingers and say, oh, like, you, you need to say something or you need to do this. Like, write that man a check then. Right. So he can... Listen say what he wants to say. <laughs> right. Because you're not doing that. You're not risking your money and there your you future know. and generational wealth for your family to say what you want to say. Mm-hmm. We all have things we want to say that we can't say. But when it's the media's when the media reacts the way that they did to Kyrie, mm-hmm. you need to keep that same, same energy, energy for Jerry Jones. Right. And even even I'd be remiss if I didn't bring it up. Even with the situation with Brett Favre. Like that yeah. that honestly has it has really where, and it's it not is, it's no. not an excuse whatsoever. Where I will say for nuance, the difference is Brett Favre is not playing right now. Mm. Like Brett Favre is not uh, if he was in the league, It'd be a different, like Kyrie is a, a player that's an playing right player. now. Yeah. Right. yeah. What what Brett Favre did, I mean, it's not even it's not even comparable. Like right. he's a it's despicable. Right. It's, it's, yeah. It's it's criminal. It's, I, it's bro, insane. I, honestly, that that like I said, I, when I see him, bro, I'm gonna let him know how I feel, bro. That that that. For me, because I know what it's like to be a black kid, or just in a black community, not having anything, and to be basically stripping them, bro, that 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 irks me. Bro. It's a it's a really awful situation. Man, that that it irks is. me, bro. To to think, to know mm. what he did, bro. That's not that's not cool at all, mm. at all. So, do you go to your producer and say, "I want to talk more about this topic," or is that like off limits? If you were if you did want to. No, I, you have the power to do that yeah. for sure. It's not going to overrule right, everyone right. else on right. the show. Course, you know, it's not going to. I'm not going to be like, hey, I, I want to lead with this, so we're not doing this this right, topic right, anymore. Right. Um, and and just you know, this is obviously like I said, it's a 
it's a business. These things have formulas. Mm-hmm. We get right, ratings. Sure. We get interactions from, you know, what you guys watch, what you consume. Okay, this, mm-hmm. we did, you know, this ratings segment. It was the worst rated segment of the show. Okay, we're not going to do ratings anymore. Obviously, mm-hmm. that's not what this audience at this time of day Once, is, yeah. is interested in, in consuming or it doesn't work for our show or whatever. And it's not an exact science. But, again, like, it's a play the hits business. That's how it works. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we have the ability especially as opinionists, to be honest about things like Kyrie and Jerry Jones. Mm-hmm. And I think for me, I, I think back to the like humble self-awareness conversation, I for me it's very important because I do have the privilege of giving my opinion on a big platform that I am always reflective of the energy that I give to every situation mm. and that I'm always checking myself because it can be very easy when you have a microphone to just, I mean, we see people do it all the time, just say things. And we're you like, why would you say that? Why? What? Why did you think there was going to be no consequences right, to right. you saying that? And it can, it can happen because you get so used to the microphone being in your face that you're like, I'm just going to say what I, what what I think. Did I just and say so, that out loud? Yeah. And sometimes it's like, hold on. That's inner <laughs> like, monologue. Like, That's inner monologue. Like, hold on. Don't, yeah. Don't let's run this loud. through a couple times. Yeah. And, you know, you can be you can let it get off the rails pretty quickly. So, I mean, that's my own like personal philosophy on what I do. But I also, you know, have someone very close to me, obviously, my brother. I have friends. I have family members. Both my nephews play D1 football now that when you see that this is a this is a human thing, we are Mm -hmm. talking about human beings. Yes. We are talking about people. Careers. Careers. They have families. If they get traded, it's not just them moving to right, another city right, and yeah. putting on a different uniform. Yes. Their wife now has to pack up their house. Right. They're not going to be together for three factors, weeks. They have yes. to move kids to the new school. Yeah. They got to figure out how to get to work. Their whole routine is changed up. Now they got to find a new nutritionist. Like there's so many levels to yep. things. Mm-hmm. And that's just the practical side. That's not even the emotional side. Right. Yep. That's not even the mental side or the spiritual side of having this colossal mm-hmm. change in your life. So. And that's just something that is a part of the of the business. Like, there's so much more to it than that, obviously. But I think, you know, as the media, we have a real responsibility to remember that, that we're talking about people. You sound so much wiser since you've warmed up to me. She's oh, is that what's happening? Yeah, she's taking <laughs> my guess. lead. I feel like we were having a, a, just a, a high vibration conversation. Well, you know, he, as you, if you haven't noticed. <laughs> we were arguing about Herbert and Mahomes. Right, right, right. He interprets things uh, a little bit different absolutely, than the norm. Absolutely. I do talk for a living, you know. I, what the heck? I so do <laughs> I. <laughs> Mesmerizing, you know what I mean? So let everybody know where they can find you on your social media. Oh, I, as I put the popcorn in my teeth. I know I have popcorn in my teeth. Me Every, too, so it's all good. I did um, Invisalign, so now, like, Aren't all great? the... Yes. <laughs> it's great. I love it. But now, I, like, I always... I have like where I used to know where I would get stuck, stuff mm-hmm. stuck in. Stuck in my and now teeth. it's a new place. Now I'm like, all right, I always got to chew over here. Um, I'm on Speak Monday through Friday, uh, 4.30 p.m. Eastern. That's on FS1 mm-hmm. with Fox Sports, Fox Sports 1 mm-hmm. with uh, Emmanuel Acho, LaShawn McCoy, and Dave Hellman. And uh, prior to that, I was on Undisputed with, with Skip and Shannon. Okay. Um, and we had yeah. you on that show several times. Yeah, Shout yeah. out to yeah. Shannon. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, they had like a heated debate not too long ago. Yeah, that's yeah. that's a debate show. That you get into it. Um, I mean, I wasn't there. I wasn't there. Well, I just saw the clip. Because I've never seen really Shannon like that way. So I, I was like, was this I think it kind was, of manufactured? Uh, yeah, I don't in know if sense. it was real. I will say, I I honestly don't know because I I'm. You weren't there. Uh, yeah, there. I wasn't there, but. Um, 
I will say they have they have a lot of respect for each other. I mean, you've done the show before. Oh, um, yeah. And oh, it's yeah. it's kind of like, you know, when you get into an argument with your brother or right, something, right, like, right. you do get emotional. Right. Like, you'll be legit mad about yeah. what you're saying. But at the end of the day, you go to break, yeah, and I'm you're like, hang on to we're it. arguing about Tom Brady. Oh, because yeah. everybody wanted me to slap Skip before I went on the show. Like, I was pissed at him, you know what I mean? But like you said, I was just so mentally strong with my career and things. Like I said, he was really kind of, he's kind of the reason why people feel the way that they do about me, just the perception. Because he covered me early on in San Fran, and then he kind of just flipped the script. He loved me, and then all of a sudden I became the bad guy, the bad boy. And then everybody kind of just jumped on the Well, that's, that, like, that's the, the power, I, know, I think, that's now exactly. that's, that, that's a little bit been diluted from the media. Absolutely. And I think it's, it's, a, I think it's a positive it, thing. Yeah, it is. But, yeah, for so many years, like I said, had I had the platforms that we have now, right. then, yeah. I think, I think the media bashing is fair because I don't, well, from my perspective, because I don't take myself that seriously. Like, mm-hmm. if you disagree with what I say, like, Big deal, that's fine. Right, right. It's, you're entitled to your opinion. I'll right. be okay. I'm going to go to lunch, dinner later with my friend. I'll have a nice night. It's, it's all right. We can all, like, enjoy our lives. Mm-hmm. And you disagree with me. But... I think when we're talking about very serious things, that's when the media has a, a very big responsibility. Mm. And f- what you bring up is why I'm glad that we're in the space now where we have podcasts and players yeah. have access to right. social media and they can do their own shows yeah. and go Man. live or whatever else because you can't – it was a big imbalance yes. with the story and the narrative right. yep, exactly. when you didn't have access to your own platforms. Right. And if you did speak out or go rogue, right, then right, it was, right. you know, it was considered, you know, that you're outrageous, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. Like they call team obliterate. Right. started calling me names, this and that and the other. I'm like, yo, like it, it got out of hand. And, and it was hard to reach people. Like you couldn't just. Couldn't call couldn't, them up and yeah, say, yeah, like, right, hey, right. like, what's yeah. up? Right. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think out. it's a very good thing that we're at, you know, the space. The, there's a good balance now, I will mm-hmm. say, where if something is not true, you can come you out, out and say that it's not true. You can, you know, you can, and you can. Portray yourself in a way that you want to be portrayed. Yeah, because if people now, think that you're not working out, mm-hmm. you can post workout videos. Whether yeah, you're right, actually right, right, like working out or not, you can right. have some in the bank and just there post them every day. And that really that sh- people pay attention to that that stuff. Right. So I, I I think it's a good thing that we're at the place we're at now. I mean, because it's awesome. immediate. You know what I mean? Because yeah. even Draymond, he right after a game, he's going right to the podcast. Yeah. If there's something going on, he's he going to address it, the yeah. issue. That's, I'm like, this is crazy. And not all players are going to do that, no, obviously. Everybody, so I, I think, I think we kind of with anything, we get these huge pendulum swings where people mm. are like, "Oh my God, we're not going to need beat reporters anymore." Like, right. no, someone's still got to go to practice and get the <laughs> updates get on the stuff. you know injuries right. and stuff. Like, relax. But it is a good thing that we have players like Draymond who are willing to give us that kind of instant feedback Content, like mm-hmm. exa- from a player that was in the game contributing yes. yeah. and have that kind of info while also being able to talk to Steph, who's not going to do a podcast, right, and right. you know speak to him after the game. And I think it really helps contextualize historically what we're consuming. Because mm-hmm. na- like when I think back now, you know, when there was only beat reporters and there wasn't even really that many TV stations covering, yeah. like, what kind of stories did we miss out on? Tons. You know, what, what, kind, of, what kind of... Millions. Yeah, what? because we didn't have the access what? to we be able to hear from one, players. The and, other day, everybody, like, always I hear it like, man, what do you think, my, how would you think Michael Jordan would be if they had cameras back in Yeah, it would have been a whole What? Well, even just social media, like, this, this, you know, let's be honest, like, I was a... Uh, Facebook came out my freshman year of 
of college. Hilarious. So 2004. <laughs> so we were like the, the book. <laughs> we were the testers yeah. <laughs> for all of this. And like, it worked. This, yes, exactly. <laughs> for this new level of access. Mm, but yeah. I mean, like how different, how Let would some be. of these, you know, 90s cowboys be covered or you know white house be covered right right if you had if you had so but but it really hit me during the last dance because you bring up jordan right Mm -hmm. that's what i was just about to say what there were some things how would that team be covered we didn't have rodman's just gonna leave and go to vegas yeah you want to talk about having power over the media that happening yeah i'm watching that like no do you know how crazy no that, that would be? No way. If no everybody have the media knew? following him. What? Media would follow him to on that what? journey. They would have been waiting. Yeah. No, they would have followed him. They, they wouldn't would've... even need to send somebody. They'd be like, right. who's, who's who's in Vegas? Right. Exactly. They would be waiting. Go, wait till when he lands, you go follow him the rest of the bro, way. Bro, he yeah. got on the motorcycle with the money. Bro, he just, <laughs> bro, I'm talking about this. We were thinking yeah. the same thing. I'm like, yo, because all was, this stuff I was documented. Yeah. This was documented that nobody knew. And, and like, it was cool. Imagine how Phil would be covered for allowing that. Oh, he'd be he'd be the worst coach the ever. The worst coach. Right? That's what people would say. Ever. Oh, you Michael let your Jordan players the do worst all their... teammate there for not go. checking him and making him stay. There you go. Phil would have been a bum for yeah. allowing him to leave. Yeah. It would just the whole thing and all of that coverage would have changed how they handled it. Exactly. You and know? then it would have changed. Yeah. They probably yeah. would have been pre-pressured to yeah, do, do it a certain way, yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Spin it and this I way. I mean, maybe, hey, look, it worked out. They won a championship, so I guess we yeah, can't say it was out. the right clearly, decision like or said, not. Clearly, like he's but. a Zen master for a reason, so clearly he knows something we don't know. Zen. What, what happened or what would have been? What right. happened was he let him do it. They won the championship. Yeah. Right. The opinion and the facts. Yes. Again. Right. Well, thank you, Joy, for first. coming on. We yeah. appreciate you. Thank you for taking the time. Thank you, guys. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Thanks awesome. for the snack. There it is. Absolutely. See you next week. Get your popcorn ready. Cheers. Yeet.